Hello and welcome to The Download. I'm your host, Dave Richardson, and uh, I will take full responsibility uh, because of my schedule yesterday. We've pushed Tuesdays to Wednesdays. So Stu Kedwell, co-head of North American Equities at RBC Global Asset Management. Welcome back. Uh, hi, Dave. Uh, thanks for having me, as always. Sorry that my, uh, my intense life is getting in the way of our uh, fantastic discussion each week. And, uh, and and messing your schedule around because you're you're a very important investment manager. So that shouldn't be working out that way. You, you should come and talk to the rest of my family and tell them how important. And, and anytime, Stu, but uh, with COVID restrictions, it'll have to be, uh, you know, push, push down the road. Uh, but uh, our, 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 my weak attempts at comedy are not why people listen to this podcast. They want to hear your insights. And we give you an extra day to think about this. So it, it, it should be pretty pretty sharp today. We've been seeing tons of, uh, of, of earnings results uh, through the month of January, and, and perhaps the most incredible of, of, the, of the different companies reporting, and, and now into February, are some of these large technology companies uh, that just continue to astound with, with, with not only their, their scale, their size, uh, the amount of profit. But but the growth rates and 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 you've got some thoughts and in, in just from your your observations of what you see from these companies. Yeah, it gets a great point. Um, we've talked about the different you know buckets of opportunity in the stock market, and you know, we've broadly thought about the market in in three buckets of stocks. You know, the first is uh, a subset of you know things that have been unbelievably strong performers, but also have extremely high valuations, and time will tell whether or not those businesses grow into those valuations and. And while many of them are good and interesting young companies, we're a little bit suspect that uh, if you pay, you know, 20, 30, 40 times sales for something, it implies, you know, just a hell of a run of growth for a very long period of time. You know, the second group is, you know, some of these very large companies, most of which are U.S., that uh, have been absolutely dominant in terms of uh, driving returns in the broader market. But also, uh, when you look at their financial characteristics, uh, still hard to argue against. Um, yesterday, uh, Google reported uh, stock is up smartly this morning or today. But um, you know, just to put it in perspective, you know, this is a business that uh, you, know, I, you know, give or take, has an enterprise value, which is you, know, you take the market cap and you add the 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 net debt, and that gives you the enterprise value. And in which case, in Google, they don't have any debt; they actually have net cash. So you're talking about. Uh, 1.3 trillion dollar company, and then you say, well, how much cash flow are they going to generate next year? And it's likely to be in the neighborhood of 90 billion dollars. So you know that's that's call it 15 times cash flow. Um, and within that cash flow is a five billion dollar investment for uh, cloud computing. Uh, there's an investment in the Waymo car company, which will be autonomous vehicles one day. There's a variety of different investments. And you know, when we think about you know, these companies and, and whether or not it's Google or Microsoft or Amazon, you know, growing revenues at two to three X the stock market with balance sheets that you know, have net cash, have tremendous operating margins and are making investments for the future and have valuations that um, you might be a little bit elevated to the broader market, but not at levels that this type of growth can't allow them to you know, grow into. And that is a very powerful bucket in a long-term portfolio. Um, 
And there's plenty of exposure to those companies across a whole variety of the funds that would be under the care of uh, RBC Global Asset Management. And then there's the third bucket where, you know, we have, you know, good businesses with good balance sheets and we have strong recovery potential to the other side of the pandemic. And, you know, while we had a, a hiccup last week, uh, you know, which was largely positional um, around, you know, some of the GameStop trading uh, created uh, a lot of volatility in some of the hedge funds uh, books, uh, uh, whether or not they were short GameStop and had to cover, uh, but they were also long some things which they may have had to cover as well to post a margin and things like that. And we are in an environment where, uh, you know, we're prone a little bit to these bouts of volatility where you get a very quick downdraft and then it, kind of reconciles itself and, and um, you know, people go back to thinking about uh, the future, you know, the combination of a portfolio of, you know, some of these uh, extremely uh, well-capitalized growth businesses coupled with, you know, portfolio of businesses that will, you know, recover nicely on the other side of the pandemic. Um, you know, that's still a pretty good place to be uh, all things considering. And, um, and, you know, we talk a lot about the businesses that'll be better on the other side of the pandemic. And I think there'll be a lot that will. But, you know, we can't forget that, um, you know, some of these very large companies are showing growth that, uh, you know, even the smallest of, of growth companies would aspire to. Um, and, uh, and, you know, that's, uh, you know, that's something that has been quite impressive when we look back at the past week. Yeah. And, and particularly that they were able to do it under the circumstances of the last year where they had to pivot on the spot uh, to, uh, you know, although positioned very well to benefit from what was going on with the pandemic, um, there, there still were adjustments that needed to be made uh, to take advantage of the situation that they were presented and, and just the, 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 the strength of the management uh, and, and the strength of those businesses through the, through the pandemic has been particularly incredible. Yeah. And especially like, even when you think about Google, like a percentage of their, search revenue would be cyclical. Like, you know, travel oriented search revenue is a big bucket for them. And that still really hasn't recovered. Um, you know, so, you know, so there's, there's still room for these, uh, still room for these businesses to, you know, be bedrocks in the portfolio for some time to come. Well, that's a, uh, you know, a really, uh, a really important part of the market, as you say, uh, for, for investors to focus on. And uh, really been highlighted with these uh, these most recent earnings. Stu, always uh, always interesting to hear what's on your mind. Thanks uh, thanks again for joining us today. Thanks very much, Dave. Have a great day, everybody.